Hello. Welcome in. It's All Pro Lines, the podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Kostaki Economopoulos. We've got some, uh, we got a lot to talk about. And we got my friend uh, Tom Simmons on the show today, one of my favorite people in comics. Uh, he'll be here in a few beats. Uh, sorry, I was just rushing around to kind of get things going here at the beginning. I had a last minute thing I had to attend to. Uh, I did some painting. Those of you who were watching, we uh, did that. <laughs> It's probably, I'll, I'll be brief. I'll be brief. I, I painted these splotches of green and blue on my walls so that I could do this kind of thing. And uh, for Bob and Tom radio and some other stuff and uh, had some mixed reviews with the people who are coming in and out of this place. So we finished the job instead of the splotch, it's full walls, top to bottom, did all the, I did the taping and the thing and the lines and the ceiling and the, trim and I unscrewed all the face plates on the outlets and I did all the things and the blue one looks amazing and the green one there was something at the bottom there's a little at the bottom of the paint container which we used every drop of paint uh there was a little bit of unmixed white so so when I mixed it, the shade is a little bit lighter than the first splotch and the thing. And so around is a little bit less. It's going to, it's going to haunt me. It's going to bug me. I don't know if that's like a rookie painter mistake or if that's like something I, I didn't, a normal person wouldn't expect. I did that totally shocked me. I don't know. Anyway, we're here to talk football, comedy and life and things. Um, yeah, we, I had some big life stuff this week. I don't get too much detail, but some family stuff that was tough and uh, went home to Atlanta and it was nice to be with family and my brother and my mom and all the people back there. It was it was really good. Uh, things are fine and no worries about us. And the bonus is I got to be uh, home for Thanksgiving and my mom's Thanksgiving is awesome. Uh, the stuffing that she makes and the turkey and the, the scene she had like 13 people it was awesome so happy holidays to everybody out there uh hope you and yours are well and uh let's do a couple plugs let's close this and raise this and looks like my buddy tom is in the lobby already uh gigs for me i got gigs you know i got gigs hollywood improv that'll be cool to work that place uh it's been a minute doing a special all sports comedy show on december 5th that's next week uh and then that weekend coming up soon here fargo and sioux falls i'm doing boss comedy club and bigs uh and then i'm doing the atlanta punchline for christmas weekend december 22 and 23 on to ashtabula and erie in january and some other stuff i'll tell you about later Come join us. If you're if you're listening to this, then you're one of the hardcores and we love you the most. Uh, I would like to encourage you gently to come join us on the social media platforms where it's uh, a lot more interactive. 
and we're growing the brand and the Facebook page of all pro lines in particular is blowing up this season. It's been really fun to watch and be a part of it all. And thank you guys for doing what you do out there because your likes and comments and shares and retweets and all the doings. Those are the markers that tell the algorithm that something interesting is happening. And a lot of us who have an age that starts with a five or more, uh, we're sort of passive with our social media. We look at it, we smirk, we laugh, we move on. No, no, you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta comment, you gotta share, you gotta get in there. You gotta let people know you're there. That's what the 20 somethings do. That's, that's what the tweens do. That's what the teenagers do. That's even what the 30 somethings do. So when you're doing the social media, uh, act like a kid. That's my request. Underdog fantasy. If you want to get in and do some gaming, uh, use the promo code all pro lines. They'll throw you an extra hundred bucks. Uh, on top of whatever you do to match your first deposit. Uh, that's probably enough of those kind of things. The two-minute drill. Oh, we got a bunch of comments in here. Jerry Oliver and Ryan, what's up? Uh all right, we got a couple new names in here. Cool, cool, cool. Catch a catch. This name I don't know. Uh, cash, cash action bets. Is this a, is this like a uh, it's like a potential sponsor? <laughs> Good to see you. Glad you're here, Jonathan McScrappy McKenny. Dolphins color for background and bear shirt. It's not a bear shirt. You got to look closer. It is a beers shirt. How about that? Come on, that's cool. Um, all right, let's. We should go right from the intro into the jokes. We didn't. We didn't do that. The Falcons are not good, but still the best thing you can get in the area. They're like Waffle House. Yeah, this will be fine. They're five and six and in first place. They they have the same record as the Saints, who they will play in the last game of the season. That's interesting. We shall see you again, you mediocre minx. Uh, that division is a mess. They should have Caroline Ray host it and rebrand the NFC South race as the Biggest Loser. Death taxes and the Lions losing on Thanksgiving. Turkeys have a better record on Thanksgiving than the Lions. I thought this was going to be the year. This is definitely the best Lions team I've ever seen since I've been paying attention to football. And still, nope, couldn't do it Thanksgiving. All right. The Lions wore their throwback unis. You know, when you think of a franchise that wants to celebrate its past, you think Detroit Lions. The last time the Lions were good on Thanksgiving, Christopher Columbus was a hero. Uh... A lot of celebration about John Madden. Madden hated flying, so he's expected in heaven this week. That'll be nice. Uh, I just saw an article link. Here's why the NFL is playing a Black Friday game. And when you click on that, it should just show you a sweaty, fat stack of cash. We know why you're playing on Black Friday. Of course, it's a deal with Amazon. It's $100 million. It's ridiculous how much money it is. All right. This Black Friday was Jets-Dolphins. The New York offense was offering the Miami defense incredible deals. It looked like a going-out-of-business sale. They tried to give away Zach Wilson for free. People rushing into Best Buy got more yards than the Jets. A, a Cowboys quarterback got his fifth pick six. NFL record. Congrats to the single-season pick six record holders, uh, Deron Bland of the Cowboys and Jameis Winston. Formerly of the Buccaneers. 
One season, he had set, he threw seven pick sixes. That's kind of hard to believe. Uh, the Sunday 1 p.m. games were, were were like Thanksgiving leftovers. Pretty sure they had tryptophan in them. Patriots, Giants. That was worse than Aunt Mildred's yams. <laughs> That's a Tom Simmons joke. I see him in the background there. Uh, Mac Jones got benched and Daniel Jones is on IR. To keep up with the Joneses now, you just have to walk to a bench. That's... That's how you keep up with the Joneses. The Patriots are two and nine. That's fun, isn't it? Oh, we don't even need a joke to enjoy that. That's just, we just enjoy it a little. Belichick's out of ideas. He uh, he just requested a ceasefire. What he, what he should have done was take a hostage. He should have taken Tom Brady hostage. Uh, Aaron Rodgers could practice this week. Practice what? Humility? Not likely. At the quiet game that maybe he could practice that maybe he could practice getting along with his family. Maybe, maybe that, that's something he could practice. Maybe self-restraint, maybe. All right. Aaron's waiting for a doctor's note. Is it the Leslie Nielsen character from airplane? Is that the doctor? Is it Dr. Demento? <laughs> All right. Jim Ursay. For no reason, started talking about his 2014 DUI arrest. And he said the police prejudice was, he said he was arrested because of police prejudice against, quote, a rich white billionaire. <laughs> this fucking guy, what is he doing? <laughs> Classic football move, blame the officiating. You know, those cops out there trying to keep a rich white man down. That's, that's how we got to study. We got to get into figuring out. You got to have these cops into some sensitivity training. You got to know how to handle these rich white billionaires, that forgotten abused cohort. This poor group of folks, how do they make it through? Frank Reich fired this morning. We're taping this on a Monday. Uh, he's the only Reich you should ever root for. That's a shame he's gone. You know, first, second, Reich, fourth, fine. This one, but not the third. All right. Jamar Chase made a catch while holding a mouth guard. That's nothing. Mac Jones made an Uber Eats order while holding a clipboard. <laughs> hey, Bucks, if you're going to go color rush, pick a color we know. What color is that, Buccaneers uniform people? Is that pewter? You're bringing out the head-to-toe pewter? You think that's a good? We didn't get enough pewter in our lives. We want the helmet to be pewter. And the shirt and the pants and the shoes. Okay. It's a lot of Peter. Chiefs wideouts got a lot of drops. They got more drops than an egg race at an assisted living home. That's a lot. It's a lot of drops. All right. Here's a joke I probably can't do on the radio. Miles Garrett felt a pop in his shoulder. Pop in his shoulder. That's better than an uncle in your rectum. Am I right, everybody? Let's pop on your shoulders. Way better. Drew Brees said, my right arm doesn't work. And Zach Wilson said, welcome to the club. All right. That's enough jokes. You know what we do here. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm, I'm honestly, uh, not to get cheesy, but I, I am thankful for the folks who are uh, tuned in and listening and care about all pro lines and are on the social media platforms. It's been fun. It's uh, It's been three years of building this kooky little brand. And uh, just in the last couple of months, I'm like, oh, it's going to work. It's going to work. 
<laughs> I, I knew that's why I didn't start it for a while. Cause I knew I was going to take a few years before I knew if it worked, I didn't want to commit to something. So it's working and I'm excited about it. Uh, one of my favorite people, one of the buddies I started with in stand up, and, uh, the guy that I go to whenever I need to work on a joke or want to knock around a premise, uh, and a guy who in the last few months has been sending a lot of jokes that you've been hearing right here on all pull lines. We, uh, we love him. He's one of the best joke writers in the country. Ladies and gentlemen, comedian, Tom Simmons. Hello, man. Hey buddy. Hello. Hey, that was, those are some funny jokes. Uh, when the whole thing I, I, I turned on right when, uh, you were doing the, probably the worst HGTV episode I've ever seen. You know what I mean? We we're talking about painting and the mixing the colors and the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I should probably <laughs> skip that part. <laughs> anyway, that's funny, dude. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. You got some backlighting? What do you got going on over there? I'm at my uh, at the studio that I do my podcast at. Oh. And so I got, so this is sort of part of the set on that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pro fresh. Yeah, so I mean, you know what I'm saying? You did all that paint and I just put my thing in front of a curtain. Look at that. Bam. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> As I've said before, if you get a chance to paint with a five-year-old, uh, don't. Oh. Okay. <laughs> How did I bet, yeah, it probably adds to cleanup. She actually, I have to say, she was great. She was helpful. And at one point I was I was I realized I had enough paint to go all the way to the floor on this side. And I didn't think I was gonna, so I didn't do the tape prep or the take all the face plates off. And now the paint's already poured, so now I'm in a hurry and I'm hustling and trying to get all the face plates off. And and I was getting kind of frustrated. And uh, she was doing something else, but she came over and she was petting my shoulder ah. <laughs> to to calm me down. <laughs> it's a pretty good kid. That is it's such a cool little case study too, and like being able to read other people, you know what I mean? And go and, and she knows she cares enough about you or about how it's going to turn on her to go be soothing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, cool. you sure you want Caroline Ray hosting that biggest loser show? Didn't they bring in another one, somebody after her that, you know what I'm saying? Like they like did. did. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's some, uh, we had some rebookings. We had some cast changes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Had some uh, had some uh, contract negotiations that were. Yeah. Right. <laughs> had some people quit. Yeah. <laughs> it's some cast changes. Yeah, that happens. Wow. So I haven't talked to you in a few how weeks. How do you decide which jokes you're gonna like? These are like people that are watching your thing. This are fans of yours, right? So I was thinking earlier, like, how do you what's the process like for you? Like putting these jokes together. Cause I, like you, you, you over, you very nicely say, oh, he's one of the best joke writers. What, I, I'm, I'm a pretty good joke writer. Right. So, but no, you're great. You're one so of the best. It's more of a volume thing. What you do is you're also writing and then fixing jokes that aren't quite right that I send and blah, blah, blah. Like how, what's your process of like whittling it down? And then how do you figure out which ones you're going to start with and where you're going to go? And like, What's that? That's the heart. Like building that every week just has to be, oh, like, <laughs> like yeah, I know. You're, scary, you're one of the like, only like comedy nerds who would actually care about this answer. It, it is actually very involved. It's, it's, a, there are a lot of steps. But the short version is the hard part is having 
a bunch of good jokes. That's the hardest part because, you know, there's nothing scarier when there's a deadline than staring at an empty page with like a couple of half-assed premises on there. And you, you, you got a long way to go. That's a daunting, right. pro, that's a daunting step to plan a, and Thanksgiving week's perfect is that you have a bunch of jokes that you've already kind of got going before Sunday morning shows around, you know? So yeah. then you're like, then you can rest a little easy. So Thanksgiving is handy for that because we had three games already and I wrote a bunch of jokes and was knocking around with premises on Thursday. Uh, so that's nice. Uh, and then, you know, Sunday, I mean, I'm at it. I am working hard and hopefully I've got some time without kids and it's just me focused and I'm writing and I'm writing. The big, the big part is the writing, and it's great to get texts from you with some good jokes in there. And Brian Miller is a fantastic joke writer. And there's about 15 other people that will send me a joke once or twice a year. <laughs> you know, right. you know. Right. And uh, so all of that goes into the doc. And then plus you your friends online that are, and your fans, like when you guys are what yes. goes, it's like you're talking football and right, and then you're like, ah, oh, that's a Right. Oh, that's a funny angle. I didn't even think of the Bengals thing, blah, blah, blah. And then you start writing jokes that are. Right. Yeah. And then the social media guys too. Now that now the Facebook one in particular is, is uh, pretty lively. I'll post a joke in there and people dive in and tag it and come up with another angle or a different idea or uh, there's some really funny folks that are on there. So it's, that's good. It's nice to get, it's mostly for tags. And every once in a while I'll come up with a premise that I think is good, but I haven't written the punchline yet. And I'll post it as a fill in the blank joke and let the peanut gallery at it. And sometimes they're great. Sometimes right. they're not, you know, like any joke writer. Uh, it's and then the collection of ideas and then what, what it sparks in you. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then, and then on purpose, answer. I have a Monday morning call and a Monday afternoon podcast that helps me to kind of have deadlines before Tuesday morning, which is kind of the big, the big game, you know? Right. So Tuesday morning, I'm talking to, you know, it's north of a million people will hear those jokes. And so I got to work really hard to make sure they don't suck. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes well, they do, but you gotta, you know, you do your best. And yes. So then it's about pairing them and it's about shortening them. And now there's this whole process of building memes. And sometimes that helps me to kind of cut some words out that I might have left in. And there's this sometimes whole sort the of words, making. the words, the written word online is better, isn't as funny as saying it out loud. So you got to have the, both ways to do it, right? Yeah, sometimes, and sometimes editing words out cuts out some of the connectivity and the funny. But also yeah. with the Thanksgiving thing, by the time you get to Tuesday morning, some of those jokes are they're done. They've already they're they're past now. They're past their primer. They've been written fifty times by a thousand other people like that's some right version right yeah that's right and and you and i were like i you you were sending me dolly parton jokes <laughs> well, all i and saw I was, was i saw parts of three games because i was on a ship <laughs> so i didn't really get to i couldn't I, I didn't i was too cheap to really get internet by the way not too cheap it's sometimes you'd like it's it's like you know 20 bucks for two hours you're I, i'm screw it. I'll not be on the internet. I'm on a ship. I can just work on comedy, you know? Right. But so I don't really get to see as much football, but yeah, I, I, I'll see a little, you know, some of the stories, but yes, the Dolly Parton, go ahead. Finish so he's, but no, so, you're, so that's a perfect example of like, you're sending me a couple Dolly Parton jokes and a, I know in my head, like by the time Tuesday rolls around, that's almost a week ago. And 
B, she's a beloved like nas- national treasure. <laughs> and, some of, and some of the jokes she sent were a little harsh, <laughs> which I which I like. I like harsh. I think harsh is funny, but uh, the so Panther want- one I sent you, the Panther one I sent you, you can't you, you can't use, right? Obviously. Yeah, I, that's you, another thing. Like you, <laughs> you like you, you and I both like dark jokes. That's kind of yes. our taste. Yes. And then of course there's other things. You can't do language or anything that's too sexual. Or uh, like corporate bashing. I can't. I don't know if I could do the Waffle House joke actually uh, on the radio. Here, well, we well, do- got, well, you can if you just quickly. Here, just, we I was thinking that way. when you said it, you just defend the waffle. Like I immediately was a little like the waffle. Why are you taking a shot of waffle? Waffle House is. What was the punchline <laughs> about Waffle House? Ah, it's, okay. it's the Falcons are. You know, they're they're not great, but. They're available, you know. That's the best thing we got in the area. Sort of like a Waffle House. Oh yeah, just the best you can get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> okay, you're right. That's that's. But that's fair. Come on, it's fair. <laughs> but there could be a Bob and Tom affiliate with a Waffle House uh, well, sponsorship. Just say the complaint line for you is open 24 hours a day. That's 365 days yeah, a year. Email me directly with your strongly worded emails. <laughs> with your strongly misspelled emails. I'm yes. sure they'll be. Yeah, that's a good point. The, the Waffle House defenders may be <laughs> not the demo. There's no way they can spell Kostaki Economopolis at Gmail. See, I will never get a Waffle House sponsor, so it's fine for me. <laughs> By the way. I can't tell you how much I've I have enjoyed Waffle House over the years. Just in case they're watching, seriously, <laughs> I used to be at, I used to be a chocolate pie five nights a week, probably. You know what I mean? When I was yeah, around. I remember you and, and your still, chocolate pie. I still go in there and get the all star special. I, I like it. Yeah, I I, like I, I I fell in love with Waffle House because of you, because of early comedy in the South. It was the thing that was open late, and you and I would go sometimes and write some in a Waffle House, or we would go there after a show, some crazy North Carolina gig or whatever. I, that's where I learned to like grits because I'm my dad's Greek. We didn't have grits in my house, even though I grew up in the South. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. I'm still. That's why my wife's family considers me not a real Southerner, right? They're like, you're not grits. a real Southerner. You don't like grits or greens or racism. <laughs> you're out. You're <laughs> the big three. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe you you worked through coming around on grits. No, you know I I remember about Waffle House. I remember the first time we went in there where it was like you saw me as a person that was nice to other people, I think. because was- <laughs> you're, Yeah, you were nice to me, but you were nice to the weight stuff. <laughs> I had a, somehow I have good rapport with, that's like my people somehow, you know? We yeah, you, that's funny you say that. I do remember that. You kind of you kind of perk up and you're like go overtly friendly in a way that you're not so much <laughs> in the rest of your life. Yes, <laughs> try to end my career. Well, they're cooking my food, you know what I mean? They're right there. It's it's, it's touch and go. It's touch and go enough. You know what I mean. I want him to be infected. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's it's like Mahomes complimenting the guys tackling him. You want to. <laughs> you hope they take it easy on you. Yeah. Um. So I was trying to look back through some of these Dolly Parton ones. Yeah. Do, I just, do, do some Dolly Parton comedy. I don't know us. if I really. But see, my I genuinely when I watch it, I was like, oh, I really love Dolly Parton. Right. She's and I, she's lovable. And I noticed now that she wear whatever she wears that like a fake skin underneath. So and she was having a <laughs> right. And then she. She and then she has like she had a little trouble. She had a little trouble standing. You know what I mean? I was like, I mean, I. I uh, but still, what? She's eighty something. You know, so I, I just I think it's seven something. But yeah, she's old. yeah. I thought I was. <laughs> what it was my what was my joke? I thought I was watching. Um, I thought I was watching an episode of the Mat the the Mass Singer and Joe Biden was in a Dolly Parton suit. <laughs> that was funny to me. Um, it is funny, but I'm not yeah. telling that joke. <laughs> 
you know, years I ago, felt a little bad for her and proud of her at the same time. Like, I don't know something about, I don't know why I felt like it, she, like it, an 83 year old woman in a like dress like that was just some, seemed a little like you shouldn't be going, wow, she looks pretty good for an 80. So, you know, you shouldn't be, that right. shouldn't be going through your head. Right. 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 So I felt a little like it, it felt both like almost, I don't want to say demeaning because it's, but I don't know. It just felt like something that, a that's very judgmental. I'm like, that's something a grandma should be wearing. You know what I mean? It's, it's just another example of me being like, women shouldn't be wearing those things. But that's it was, another strike. Some, yes. of the, some of the jokes were sort of disparaging of her appearance. What was the, <laughs> am I allowed to tell you the one that made me laugh the most, which is even the most, you know, off-putting maybe? You wrote the line about the yams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what was that joke that you what was your joke right i was there? just looking for it hold on where is it uh, I, I i moved the order around recently that's one of the things <laughs> here it is speaking of gross yams did you see the dolly parton halftime show that's yes the joke yeah patriots charts is worse than aunt mildred's yams yeah <laughs> speaking of old yams <laughs> i don't know why i make myself laugh so much sometimes but years uh, ago, I was with. Uh, I just like the mass singer thing is a good joke. The you know what I'm saying. The uh, oh, those are good jokes. That's you why. Be that's why yourself for like, being attracted to an 87 year old. That's you know what I mean. She was. She just <laughs> invented a whole new category of granny panties. I was both proud and her uh, proud and embarrassed for her. So now I know how Zach Wilson's mom feels. Yeah, that's um, a good joke. Those wonder, are all good jokes. Yeah, I always wonder what tales from the crypt guy looked like with 42 double D's. That one made me laugh. Um, <laughs> So that's one of the that's one of the editing steps that you make when you're writing a little segment is you have to let go of some of the things that you like for different reasons. In this right. case, she's beloved, you know. Of course. It's, that one's I mean, those, those jokes it are hard to sell because it. they're they're distantly there's a little like distant sort of ageism and misogynism, and it's about a beloved hero of American culture, you know. Yes. It's so can't do those. When I, yeah. I was talking to Bob Cavoyan once and I was like, Bob, you've talked to everybody for like 30 years. You know, Paul McCartney, every rock star, politician, comedian. Who's your favorite guest? He did not hesitate. One second, he said, Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. I've, she I've, came in. Who doesn't she love was, Dolly Parton? She was earnest. She was hilarious. She cared about being there. She was interested. We ended up keeping her on for like several seconds. She was there for like two hours. She was just a pleasure, you know, like wouldn't people... that be hilarious? To, that'd be a funny sketch, though, then like there's like a there's like a small group of people that just hate Dolly Parton. Right. And they just sit around like, how do you hate Dolly? It, to me, it's like the way Tim Wilson used to hate Jimmy Carter so much. You're like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how can that be? You well, know that's I mean? so you. Like, you just, love contrarian comedy, whatever. Yeah, you like to go against the grain, whatever it is. There has to be someone that, there. you know what I mean? Like Jolene has a story about like her version of that song. You know what I mean? Where she's like, what do you mean I'm stealing your man? Like she, there's somebody out there that like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the, 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 you know how lonely that person feels? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can't hang out in a bar and bitch about Dolly Parton and, and get nods ever. Right. All right. Nobody hates Dolly Parton. That's what you're right. Let's say <laughs> like you never meet somebody that goes like Paul Hooper. That guy's an asshole. You know what I mean? You don't meet anybody like that. <laughs> it's a funny idea of like having to search around. I posted a Taylor Swift joke the other day and they like a sea of people were complaining about they don't like Taylor Swift. You know, like that's 
that's kind of interesting because she's like the hottest thing on the planet. But you understand most of it's just pushback because it's too much exposure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like why while it's like it's you know, yes. It's like almost like why you don't like we never wrote like we weren't we would never try to sit down and write a Michael Jackson joke in the two thousands, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's you're like you're you're trying not to write the Kardashian joke, right? Right, right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean? right. like, to me, it's like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a different reason. <laughs> That's another edit. <laughs> yes. But then, but, but then, but then I'm a hypocrite because believe me, if I think of one, I'm going to be like, ah, here's one. This is funny. You know, like, of well, course. yeah, but if it's original and interesting, I mean, Brian Regan can do an yeah. original uh, airport joke. You know, that's fine. Yeah, and but and back to the Dolly part, I think it's fine to try to write some of the over to the top. Like you write ten of those on your way to find the one that says whatever that feeling is that you know, right. like it's it was cool and a little awkward. You know what I mean? So it's like that it, you find that joke within writing the ten wrong ones. You know, right, yeah. right. And sometimes and saying the exact wrong thing is really funny to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's yeah. one of the things that I've been, that I love, I love that kind of comedy. I texted my brother. All right. This is a story. This is a story of modern comedy, right? Uh, Rosalind Carter died and I texted Andreas. Uh, well now Jimmy can uh, uh, indulge in his, what was the joke? Some version of now Jimmy can indulge in his, uh, uh, what was the phrase from back in the day? Oh, when he, man. Where he thought about where he had like the sin in his yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? His thoughts were sent. Yeah, shit. I forgot the joke now. It pisses yeah. me off. <laughs> we forgot the exact thing. I know. It's a, it was the phrase that we all knew from back in the that back in the day. Anyway, now he can indulge that guilt free, right? And Andreas laughed and I was like, fuck it. And I put it on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Oh, people were like, you can't joke about you. That's not funny. You're not. I've been listening to you for 10 years, but I'm out. Goodbye. You know, people. It's because you did a joke about Rosalind, because you did it too close to her dying and you did it, right? People get, uh, you know. Death. People, pe I, there's nothing to, I mean, politics and religion, yes, we know this, but there's something unbelievably uh, preposterous about the American fear of death. We don't talk about death. We don't want to hear about death. We can't joke about death when somebody dies or someone's going to die or joke that someone might die. It's man, people are so touchy about death. And I, the whole point of the joke is he's 99. He's the most earnest, like nice guy in the world. He would never, not to mention that he's 99 and in hospice, he's not getting out of bed to do any. The reason the joke is funny is because it makes no sense and it's preposterous. It's and, it, the, and it calls back one of those famous things where he said, I lusted right. in my heart. You know, lust I mean? so in I his sinned, heart. That's I sinned because I had lust in my heart, right? Right, right. So, yeah, so her... Uh, so what's her, her obituary will be like, she is survived by Jimmy, her husband, Jimmy Carter and father time, <laughs> something like that. Like what's the, like, that's, that, that's how I'm thinking, you know, how do we not have, how did, first of all, if you're a comic that writes stuff like jokes like that, you should already have been writing on Jimmy Carter died. Oh, that's right? a good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you don't, this if you, guy if has hung on, he beat if, cancer. He beat yeah. Turns He's out 99 in the hospital. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. I got away with a soft version of at some point. Uh, it did a version of it was something. It was complaining about the Falcons, and I said, "Jimmy, uh, they lost on Jimmy's birthday. Uh, Jimmy's more likely to have relevance in February than the Falcons." You know, that's, like wow. <laughs> well, that's a hopeful joke. 
Yeah, that was that was twisted a little bit. Like, yeah, we yeah we want him to not die. That's I think that's what makes it okay. Actually, yeah, yeah. we're so touchy about it. It's crazy. He he was great as a as a when I was as a Braves. He used to be a Braves fan, so he probably still probably still is. But he would go to Braves games back in like the Ted Turner time. Of course, now looking back, maybe it was about getting in with Ted Turner. But anyway, he seemed like a genuine Braves fan. So I remember him going to going to the games when I was a kid. You know, right? Miss Pat has a. I wish I knew the story really, but Miss Pat has a crazy funny story. You know how Miss Pat, like you can't remember any of it, but you remember it was hilarious where Jimmy Carter came into a McDonald's that she was working in, in some part of Atlanta when she was, you know, that the age when you'd work in a McDonald's. Wow. And he came in and ordered with her. And she, she has a story about that. That's really like, that's cool. Yeah. I shook his hand once on a plane. <clears throat> he had a policy that it, he tried to not he he tried to not fly private, right? So most of the time he was able to fly domestic. And uh, if he did fly domestic, he had a policy he would shake the hand of everybody on the plane. So I was sitting there, and there was an unusual looking vibe. And the guy next to me ended up being one of his Secret Service agents. And I was chatting with him, and he said, "Yeah, Jimmy's going to be on the plane here soon, and he'll come shake your hand." And he was telling me how it works. And sure enough, people were very like, you know, diplomatic and sort of understated. And then there were a couple of old white ladies in the back. They were like, "Jimmy," you know. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. He did that. Now there'd be at least you know. There'd be at least 14 people that were like, fuck that guy. What are you doing? You know, yeah, I mean? right. They don't I like know. him. You know what I mean? There's, you know, from the David Icke types to, to, uh, to the right wing people. But there is Crazy. a little now, bit the, the, of the a... secret service guy. Was he on, was he in the, between you and the aisle or is it between you and like the, the exit, the window? He was on the aisle. Do you think you could have got by him? Looking back. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. Why would he tell you the secret service? Like that's the number. That's the first word in your thing. Secret. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I'm with, I guess who I'm with. I'm with like, oh my god, this guy's going to be chatting. Well, I started yeah. peppering him with questions because I could tell something was unusual. I was like, "What? What is happening here? What? What are you doing?" <laughs> he wasn't the only one. There's a few of them. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what what else, what would you think of that? I didn't get to watch the last couple of weeks in football. So what's going on? The Falcons are back in it. The Falcons are number one. They they'll host a playoff game in the current standings. That's so stupid. <laughs> That's so, that stupid. Is so stupid. Oh, they fired the Panthers stupid. coach today. They fired Frank yeah. Reich. Yeah, that's a big one. That's actually all right. I didn't, I didn't expect it, but that's a segue to one of our segments. Should we just should I take it? Sure. But now it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time which comes for first. which comes first. Which comes first, the chicken or the, egg, or the egg? That's a good question. These are these are the questions. The, the rooster. Rooster comes first. <laughs> nice. That's a dad joke. <laughs> that is a dad joke. <laughs> Which comes first, the coach getting fired or Christmas Day? Okay, I, pull, I pulled up an article. Let me give you some of the some of the buzz out there. Let me guess, Frank Reich. Okay. Frank Reich was on today. this list. He was one of the. This article is more than a day old, and he was uh, he was like a maybe, but it happened this morning. The guy from the Giants. 
The Giants, he's probably safe, but yeah. Well, the guy absolutely. the Giants beat, the guy the Giants beat this week. Yeah, it's Bill Belichick. <laughs> and uh, and then why doesn't Belichick just hire back all the coaches that have been like from his tree that have been fired this year? <laughs> he can just put them back on back oh. on staff, and they can put the the band back together. It's the, um, it's the Tom Brady coattails all over the league. It would be like if, uh, like, what's a great band that broke up, and you're like, it'd be like if Guns and Roses got back together, and you're like, oh wait a minute, they weren't that good, <laughs> right? Oh wait a minute, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So him, who else? Uh, and then the guy, the Rivera in Washington. Rivera is probably one of the top few that will likely go at the end of the year. Could go sooner. Mike Vrabel was mentioned at the Titans. That seems unusual, unlikely to me. But the number one on my list, and I think on the country's list, is Brandon Staley for the Chargers. Because that team on paper is really good. And the Chargers have been great on paper for 97 years. What are you talking about? It's like I know, I know. You know, like it's like, yeah, they are definitely they're the NFL's version of the book was better. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah on paper if only we played on paper uh, let me text that to my buddy that does football jokes hold on <laughs> they are better on paper than blah blah like that's that you know what i mean that's that's that there's 10 jokes there somewhere yeah that's a good point actually i like that premise but they are always that way since the who is the coach like like who is the coach that was the coach forever that was their coach like that they're always they're always like just yeah. barely losing, or they lose. They start yeah. to see a lot of those Philip Rivers and years. Then they, were... they he wins just enough games to keep his job, and then you know what I mean. Then they right they they'd, they'd make the playoffs and lose in the first round. They're always they're always like since Junior Seau and all the way. You know they're just not. It used to be like that was the Chiefs too. I th- yeah, I think you're right. I think the 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 Chargers are the most that of all the teams. Like what? So what is that it, to the outsider? It looks like that's a fire the coach situation. Are we misreading this? Is that how many coaches or, do you need to try? It's the same if it's always that. Or do they have these sort of Matt Ryan ish quarterbacks who are good but not fantastic? Is no, that the problem? They had Philip Rivers and they right or, or what's that's who's what that, I mean. who they have? They had him. They had Breeze before him before. And before that, they had Breeze a, for a second. Yeah. Even before that, they that's who they got rid of. They got rid of Breeze to bring in Rivers, right? And then Rivers was their quarterback forever. And he's that sounds right. I don't think it's. I think he's pretty. I think he's a top eight guy, right? He's a good. He's he's a good quarterback for a long time. Yeah, they had a really maybe. good tight end. They've had some good players, and they they've, they've been good. I know, but they're not great. And they, and they often don't make the playoffs. They're not even good enough to get in playoffs. I don't know why I'm defending. I need to know that when you said the name of that coach, I was like, I don't know who that is. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like, he's had a couple of testy exchanges with reporters and press. That feels like if you're going to make a bet on somebody being fired next, I love that exchange where he's like, okay, you could just, he's just tired of this guy asking him if, yeah, so he can stop stop asking me that. I'm calling the defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I didn't even know he was calling the defense. I didn't even know he was the coach, but something about watching that was like, ah, that's so cool. He's just like, it's the, that's the, that's about as close as you can come to saying, fuck you to somebody on camera. I agree. Yeah. And, and actually he caught some shit for, for that kind of exchange because it was like, ah, he's flying off the handle or whatever. Like to me, that made him off the handle. 
because he's <laughs> he couldn't handle that more. He's got to stand in the bright lights and and handle questions from people who are taking no responsibility for things. And he's on the, the captain of a ship that's like sinking. <laughs> that's a tough job, you know. He's in a tough spot there, and I thought he handled himself really well. So I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Rex uh, Rex Ryan this week said he should go back to uh, coaching Division three football. I was like, oh shit! Wow, I know, right? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I think Rex Ryan just says stuff so he can hopefully put his foot in his mouth. <laughs> Boom! Text that to your friend. I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the that's what you need when you when you're writing a segment that requires twenty good jokes. You need ten bad ones. That's where you I come need, in. <laughs> you need a guy who's willing to. Tell you the Rex Ryan put foot in his mouth joke. Get you going. You're not going to get the good jokes without floundering around in the abyss for a while. Yeah, man. That's I don't mind the, a Rex know. Ryan foot joke. That's fine. Yeah. But that's my but mind. You know, but you and I are the same in that way. Like, fine. I'm just going to sit here and throw some mud at the wall and see what sticks. And you need to. And sometimes you're like, man, that's some good mud. And sometimes you're like, ooh. Dude, you should stencil in the all pro lines behind you, like in a softer sort of white, you know what I mean? On your, on that green, like it is on my stencil it in whatever. I mean, how are you going to do it? Yeah. You just just... (laughs) (laughs) stenciling. I fucking painted this wall twice. It was such a pain in the ass. No, it's like you're putting the logo up softly behind you. It's like, it's, it add to the whole thing. It's cool. It'd be cool. Maybe one of those, one of those lights. Sometimes you see the light that like advertises the restaurant on the sidewalk. One of those kind of things. It's like a Batman light right over my shoulder. How about that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You could do that. Even better. Get a a stencil light. You could work on that. (laughs) Not getting a stencil. It wouldn't be that hard to do. You just get a, Get a get a, a well, get a something made the, of like the, your art. You already have the art. You just have to price send it to a, a like. Do a, you want me to tell you some more about what I failed at with the painting here? Is that what you want? You want to go back to that? The rest segment is just, of the show? just spray paint some from white over it, dude. It's not that it would be it'd be pretty easy, and it would. You say that, but here's the thing: when you don't do that kind of thing much, you it's you so easy to get something wrong, yeah, and then what? True. Then you got to paint the that's whole true. fucking thing. What if you that's spray true. it and it drips? All the all the drips, like each letter drips. You don't know how stenciling. Oh, I didn't works. even think about that. Right? Did if you paint a thing if you. Never mind. This looks great. <clears throat> keep, keep go with that. <laughs> you're you're a good one to ask because you were a little bit of a gritty, like uh, you know, regular working guy at one point in your life. When you paint a wall, do you was I, was I supposed to know that the bottom of the paint can might have a splurge of white in it that would change the color of the whole damn thing at the bottom? You're supposed to stir it up. Did you not stir it up? pretty pretty well i poured it and stirred it in the thing i didn't stir the can and oh, you got to stir I, the whole can because it's set this sort of the heavier whatever sinks to the bottom and the oil rises right or the oil or whatever whatever's in paint i don't know yeah so that's why they either. give you the sticks and it's you got to stir it pretty well that's why they have like when you get it stirred at the store it's like they put it in like a earthquake machine that you, yeah like, you know what I mean? they did like, that oh, yeah yeah so you gotta you do gotta yeah they do that and then it starts to settle they you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't have that machine if it just stayed mixed. They they would send it right. They would send. They it make mixed. it. They make it there. They don't even. 
They mix the color uh, yeah, and yeah, make the mix, paint. They do mix the, the color. new the new paint universe is you don't just buy a can of green paint. You go and you ask for this, and they put it together and hand it to you. It's kind of amazing, actually. Yeah, you're right though about that. Every time you go to do something, it, it ends up being ten times harder than you think it's gonna. There's like, always a thing that like a guy. Who, I, go ahead. Right. No, I, I'm just agreeing. I, it, whatever yeah. a guy who does it all the time would know to not do it this way, and I didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the way you know how to write jokes and put them together in the right order and what's going to work with what the other somebody else is like, you know, right? Picking the pick picking the wrong joke. <laughs> you fucking stir the paint. It seems like in retrospect. Although the blue yeah. didn't have this problem. The blue is beautiful. It's perfect, man. Anyway. Do you change the angle or something depending on what you're on, or is why do you why'd you do two different colors in the room? A blue and a green. I wanted to have different choices. Choice. And I'm thinking about doing like a tomato red on the other wall. I want to have like a lot of plus some different stations. I also have, you know, there's some different sort of bends and the, these walls are kind of cool. They're not just flat. So I got a lot of choices. And I might end up putting some things up and stenciling. I might do some stenciling. A friend of mine suggested oh, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could build <laughs> some shells behind you, maybe put the maybe put your little uh football heads, you know what I mean? <laughs> football heads. What <laughs> What are they? The thumb footballs? What helmets. Are you, what are you doing? Oh yeah, mini oh, helmets. Really mini helmet, helmet theater. I got to bring that yeah, yeah. back. Yeah, we do. All right. Uh, wait, we do some other segments here. We have segments. Who else is getting? Do you think Belichick's going to get fired? Seriously? I don't. I think it's possible that they will have an off-season mutual agreement to part ways, and he goes and coaches somewhere else. That's possible. He's definitely not going to fire him in the way like you wake up Monday morning and. You know, He's, Reich is, is fired. He? They're not going to do that to him. He He's older than I retire? thought. I remember we discussed this at one point. Um, now I'm going to look it up. Uh, Bella Chick. 71. It's pretty old. He is. Pretty old for having a very stressful, full-time demanding activity as a job. Seventy. He's not. He's not holding up as well as Dolly Parton. I can tell you that right now. You no. Did you like, see the? Did you see the video of him walking out of the party in the morning? No. There's like some. There's is. like some. There's like some What's doorbell party, and isn't he two and nine? <laughs> there's no explanation. It's completely out of context. But like Google it. It's a. It's like a seven second video of a frumpled shirtless Belichick. Walking out of a house and looking around and walking down the <laughs> stairs, and he's all like exactly what you think a seventy-one-year-old shirtless guy looks like. <laughs> I know exactly. All right. Uh, oh, so you, what's your answer? What which comes first? Another uh, firing, coach firing, or Christmas Day? I'm just going to go with another coach. What's the, what are the, I'm going to go with another coach firing, just assuming that someone's going to get the ax because it's coming down to the end of the season. And some owner is like, hasn't I told you so-ness going on right now? Yeah. Like I knew and they this. like the idea of making a strong statement and putting somebody new in there. Yeah. I think so too. I, I think Brandon Staley, if they lose by like some embarrassing thing or some bad clock management, is going to be like this. All right. Goodbye. Enough already. You know, kind of moment. Hmm. Rivera yeah. at least has like a longer record of being a good coach and he's a likable personality. Belichick's going to be safe from firing. It's going to be Staley or nobody is my gut, but you could get a Vrabel or a, like you said, maybe Dable or someone that kind of surprises us. I don't know. 
I think it'll happen. I think it'll be Staley. That's my guess. We'll see. Yeah. Do you still are you still calling for the Falcons coach's head? I I'm trying to. It's hard for me to. I don't know. I think I think it's my biggest complaint about the Falcons is not putting more draft capital effort money into having a legit top 25 quarterback at, at the helm. And I don't know that that's the coach's fault. Do you think it's as hard to co- be a coach as it is to be a quarterback in the NFL? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like, maybe like we're always like, there's only like 10 really good quarterbacks. So is, is coaching as difficult? A position a question. I don't know. I, I don't know the intimate details of that. It It feels like, I don't know. It's a great question because I, I feel like the 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 casual fan voice is you got to have a top 15 quarterback to be eligible for a Super Bowl run, right? Mm-hmm. Is that true of coaching too? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. That's what I was asking you. More people calling for his head. That's that you said we're talking about the like fans calling for a coach's head. Like there's a there's a setup there, right? There's how many coach coaches are facing firing so there's more people calling for their head than you know right hot seat that's the other phrase we use a lot yeah yeah he's on the hot seat is there such thing as a hot seat you know i don't know know what that expression came from yeah yeah i i uh (laughs) we have a we have an old lexus where the it's like the the leather has sort of worn through in the passenger seat that it has the electric heated seat so that's a little bit of a hot seat sometimes you know, it's a hot seat <laughs> you feel like brandon staley when you're when you're going to the store <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. If i'm riding in the passenger Ooh. seat it's, cold. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, it's hot i don't know what's right. what are some what's a hot seat when do you ever that's a weird I don't expression know. It's a, it is a weird expression all right let's do this uh next segment I give kudos to uh, what McAfee was saying. Thanksgiving games uh, have that playoff buzz. They're kind of they're a big deal to the players and the the teams and everything. So I'm going to give uh, kudos to the Packers. They beat the Lions on the all, the first year of my whole life that I thought the Lions were going to win on Thanksgiving. They were like seven yeah. and a half point favorites or something. Love had 268 yards and three touchdowns. Christian Watson, Dubs, Reed. They're missing Aaron Jones. Like that team looked like hopeful. They looked like a team you could, like, oh, maybe love is going to be okay, you know? And they beat a really good, scary team on Thanksgiving. Oh, you know, good for them. Kudos to the Packers. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Well, but the Broncos, they're like, I was just, they, they make me think of the Broncos. Like, both of them were sort of dead and buried. And it's like, huh, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, having the Broncos, the Broncos won, are like, definitely dead and buried. or something. Yeah, they, they beat really good teams. That's the surprising part. They beat the Chiefs. They beat all the Bills. We're not sure if they're really good anymore, but they beat a good team, the, the Bills. And uh, yeah, isn't that weird? How and you they, think like at the beginning of the season, like a couple teams beat and like, oh man, they beat a really good team. And then as the season goes on, you just see like, oh wow, that team's the Cowboys and the Cowboys and the and the uh, and Notre Dame are always like that to me. They're always like so like everybody's like this is a good team, and then they get exposed as the year goes on. Yeah. Right. Well, Cowboys, maybe they're good. We don't know. This is—they look the best they've looked 
So definitely the best wild card. Time, team. <laughs> they're, they're the Cowboys. They're, 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 to me, they're always overrated. So I guess I'm just not a real Cowboys fan. You're right, though. They're not going to win the division because it's going to be the Eagles, right? So they yeah. will be a wild card team. Yeah. Well, they're they're, they're like a, they're like the easily the third best team in the NFC to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I feel like they're, they're def- one of those. They're definitely not Niners good. or Eagles good, but they're yeah. like maybe the next tier, right? Yeah, that's about right. That's about the next tier is what. The, Next year's the Falcons and the Lions and the, you know what I'm saying? No, there's a few good ones in there somewhere. <laughs> where? The Falcons are way down the list. Who? All right. Who's, where's the, where, I guess. I'll, like I'll cheat a mix, little. I'll pull up the, the standings mix. so I can look. Right. You got the mix of like Seattle and the Rams and the, they're all the. That's they're right. All the, they're all That's the Chargers the of the NFC, you know? So it's, okay. The, the top two are easy in my opinion. It's Eagles, Niners, right? Yeah. Then you got Cowboys are in the mix, in my opinion, with the Lions and the Seahawks and the Rams and the maybe the Vikings. That's kind of the yeah. The Cowboys are the top of that pile. Yes. Or maybe you put Cowboys Lions in the next tier, and then the third tier is all that jumbled mess. And then the fourth tier is the Falcons and <laughs> some other teams. And like, yeah. The Cardinals and the yeah, yeah, yeah. And we thought the AFC was going to be all the good teams, and the, and some of those teams ended up not really being good. But we do have a very good Chiefs team, a very good Ravens team. Maybe the Jaguars are now in that conversation, and the Dolphins. The Bills aren't as good as we thought. The Bengals and Browns both lost their quarterbacks, so that's kind of like they're probably not going to make it deep. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, Chargers are four and six. That team should be better. Yeah, Fire that guy. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Kudos right, give to us you some on taps. that. <laughs> you got give taps, right, buddy? You're supposed to give us some taps. I give kudos. You give taps. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Like I said, I didn't really get to watch any football because oh, okay. I was You're traveling tonight. And then I I saw a little bit of the a little bit of the Thanksgiving game. Cowboys look good though. You know. I go with the guy that's get, returning all those, t- all those, uh, all those. Uh... Oh yeah, the pick sixes. That's a... yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's a crazy. Number. It's amazing that you could have an NFL record for a season in week twelve of anything. Yeah. I, I think Dion only had like I, th- I thought I saw like Dion only had like nine or ten his whole career. Yeah, it's really rare. I mean, even the big ones, you know, like. I, for, I don't have it in front of me, but at some point I looked at this list and I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, a pick six is a really big deal. What's it's, he doing very, What's he, it's very yeah. rare. What's He's he got doing five of them in 12 weeks. What's he doing differently? Is he just, once he gets the ball, is he just like... I haven't seen it. I just presumed yeah. as, a fa- as a casual fan, like, it's a situational thing because the Cowboys have been blowing teams out. And then that team's got to, you know, anytime a team is way behind, you want that, you know, that that fantasy defense that's playing against them is like, oh, get all the sacks and the picks and the fumbles. And like there's more chaos when teams are trying to come back from behind. And the Cowboys have been in many situations where they're up by 30. Oh, okay. Okay. That's some luck and some, you know, unbelievable athletic skills. And it's the whole mix, right? Right. I don't know. That's why it seems it seems it seems so mathematically 
like anomalous or whatever. Yeah. Anomalous. That sounds like one of my cousins. <laughs> all right. All right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. <laughs> this one's uh, came from my brother. Bijan is now one of two Falcon rookies to run and catch touchdowns in the same game. Who's the other one? I, I don't, <laughs> I don't have a clue. Oh, uh, no, we didn't get him as a, as a, we didn't get him. A, I don't remember the last time the Falcons got her. I, I'm thinking William Andrews and, and, who was the other one we had work done? Was it done? That was our running back for a while. That's um, the right universe. It's uh, a name from our youth. Yeah. He was Metcalf, in the Metcalf. We didn't have it. Metcalf. We didn't have as a, he was as a little a, thunder and lightning with William Andrews for a while. If I remember right. Oh, um, oh, the, he ended up getting arrested in a waffle house or something, right? That the, um, I remember that. No, I was in it. He just got arrested in a gas station. Who was the he, the guy that when we went to the Super Bowl with, right? The Dirty Bird era kind of guy. Oh, Jamal Anderson. No, not and I him earlier. Wait, our youth are like when we were kids. Uh, I don't. I remember like Len Kane and, and that's William it. Man. Really, Len Kane. Len Kane. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you the point for that. All right. And I remember as soon as Andreas texted me this, I immediately remembered. At some point, there was a TV guy talking about his injury. And he was very proud of himself. He said, Kane will return if Kane is able. Ah. Huh? That's, yes. Catchy. That's a good announcer. Memorable. Move. That's like a headline I'm sure was on a sports page somewhere. Yeah. I, went, I met William Andrews one time. Yeah. Yeah. Classic example of me being an idiot. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I was he him. big? Was he? Not, was not he, really. Was he, not was really. memorable. I was, but I was more. I think I was fourteen or fifteen. My sister. That was the year my sister won high school athlete of the year in Georgia. Like, hmm. um, figure she, skating, right? Yeah, she beat like Herschel, and you know, um, but I think she beat Herschel because there was no chance of Herschel showing up to the banquet. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was. She was in it the year Herschel Walker was in it. Yes. Is that a real thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck? And then William Andrews and I met who Hubie Brooks was the coach of the Falcon or the coach of the uh Hawks. She beat Herschel Walker for high school athlete of the year. I'm just guessing that Herschel Walker was a really good high school. He was the highest recruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was obviously (laughs) yes. My sister was one of the best figure skaters like on the planet. So, you know what I mean? She was pretty good. She was I don't know if you ever saw any tape of Herschel Walker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he wasn't even the best on the planet yeah, she was, she... <laughs> that's so true oh uh, yeah she was yes she was she... <laughs> isn't it great that he turned out to be just like a kick returner anyway um yeah He's another that's, thing that Donald Trump destroyed about this country, right? We could have had Herschel Walker in the NFL in his prime. And instead, he's playing for the New Jersey Generals. Oh, my God. <laughs> that he had to be part of the worst trade in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Well, no one. They built the Cowboys. Cowboys the Cowboys. Yeah. 
that whole dynasty was built around all the all that movement. It's pretty cool. But did story. it destroy the Vikings? Did it or did it give them? You know, you don't hear much about that, but I don't know. We never they never really made a competitive run in that era, unless I'm mistaken. Ron knows this. Is Ron on here? We gotta yeah. go. Let's see if Ron has an answer and then we'll run. I I can't think of a good Vikings team in that era, right? That sort of Aikman. Ron says nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's our resident Vikings expert. Yeah. <laughs> Herschel didn't turn that franchise around. <laughs> no, he did not. I remember he was he did some good kick returning for the Vikings. Ah, oh, he was a good player. But yeah, he you know, with that movement and the thing, and they they stripped the team of all of his capital, you know, to get him. I, I mean it's hard it's hard to measure at the time because you're what you're there's so many intangibles that you're going for with a trade like that you're trying to sell tickets you want to make a splash you want to have somebody to build a team around you know like all of that could have been totally rational and reasonable at the time but in I retrospect how, i wonder where he would stand if he did if he um played those i don't remember it was he played a, a significant number of years for the usfl right like he was the face of it i mean he was the you know he was the Stern, Howard Stern for Sirius. He was the face of the USFL. I'm starting to watch clips of Stern on TikTok here and there, man. That guy is, he's so good. He's good. He's so good at like. He's not my favorite man. thing, but he's really good at what like he is. Like just watching him, like the questions he was asking to Eddie Vedder and as he gets him to play songs. And it's just, oh, it's so like, he's so good at that stuff. I know. I people mean, come and like spill their guts to him and they answer questions they wouldn't answer for anybody else. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. All right, man. We're out of time. We went way over an hour. Uh, oh, I'm sorry about that. That was good. I no, enjoy talking we to you went always. Buddy. Over an hour, not way over. Anyway, I, I knew yeah. when uh, when I got you on here, it'd be good to talk to you. So, where can people find you? Tell us about the podcast. Oh yeah, it's, it's dumbest Tom in the room, and it's on uh, it's it's on YouTube, so you, you can get it there, I guess, and I guess other places. I'm not. <laughs> it's around, and I'm Tom Simmons. So Tom Simmons, T Simmons comedy on uh, Instagram or. You know, that's mostly where I am and here on Facebook. So cool. I shun social media. You know what I mean? I, I, I watch you guys. And I don't really, uh, I'm not really <laughs> participating as much. <laughs> Wait, tell me the name of the podcast again. It's under D is the first word. Dumbest Tom. Yes. Yeah, dumbest. Dumb, it, dumb. Instead of dumbest guy, it's dumbest Tom in the room. Dumbest Tom a, in the room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can find that. Thanks, buddy. I will, uh, I will talk to you soon. Yeah, it's good to see you. Have uh, good luck tomorrow writing jokes, man. Yeah, thanks. Buddy. I wish I had more. I wish I had more for you these last couple of weeks. We should have some, you know. But I'll, I'll get, I'll get you some as yeah. the week goes on. Yeah. yeah, thanks, buddy. Tom, yeah, Tom man. Simmons, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs>